0: Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada.
1: And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network, it's com. Tonight we're at the NOLA Brewing Tap Room in the Irish Channel.
0: The Tap Room is NOLA Brewing's on site watering hole. They serve NOLA's regular lineup of craft beers as well as eight specialty brews that you can't get anywhere else.
1: And the tap room is open seven days a week, weekdays from 2 to 11 p.m. and weekends from 11 in the morning to 11.30 p.m.
0: Hey friends, I'm so glad you can join us because each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margot and I invite a member of New Orleans restaurant and food community to have a beer with us. And we invite them to bring along their own guest, a plus One. We never know who the Plus Plus One's going to be. Sometimes a friend, a neighbor, a family member, fellow restaurant colleague.
1: So our special guest on Midnight Menu Plus One tonight is Becky Wozden, and she is the co-owner of Two Girls, One Shuck.
0: All right. Well, we're really looking forward to meeting Becky, but before we do, let's uh, briefly catch up on this week's Culinary Adventures. Margo, let me tell you about a uh, thought I had about salads this week. I... I um, People complain in this town. They think we need more salad places, and it's true. Of like 800 restaurants in the city, I think there's only a few that are listed as salad places. You got the Superfood Bar, you know, on Magazine, Past Napoleon. And there's a couple other places like that, but, you know, and they taste great, and that's awesome. But in the past week, just in the last two weeks, I noticed that there's been like five great salads I've had eating out, but never at places that are known for salads, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I just i, I jotted a few of these down. I thought about this. First of all, tartine. Right, the food is so good there. You know, we talk about it a lot on the show. Love Kara Benson when she does does there a toast and it and a tartine. And um and I like everything on the menu there. And so the last thing in the world I'm gonna get when I like the hearty food is to get the salad. But I finally broke down and got the shrimp salad recently. And it was it was incredible. I mean it's like it's it's first of all it's massive. Two or three people could share it, but it's just you know, it's just it's got everything. Avocado and pickled stuff and grilled broccoli and Roasted cauliflower and giant shrimp in it. They're really well seeded. just fantastic. I really loved it a lot. Then reginelli's is uh, close to home, so I hardly ever go there because it's so close, you know. But when I went recently, I got the roasted cauliflower salad. It's one of those ones that's like misnamed because only like five percent of the salad is the roasted cauliflower, <laughs> but all the rest. But that was great, and all the rest of it was great too. And Midway Pizza Place. Nobody ever gets salads in a pizza place. I've been going there lately and did it again this week. My wife just got a salad and it's so freaking great. I just love it. You know, the house dressing is ridiculous. And then Kyoto. The uh, the ginger dressing on their salad, real simple but just so fresh and good. Nobody goes to oh, and to their sushi pokey ones.
2: salads good. Yeah, too. oh, that's
0: amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then the quinoa salad I had this week at um, at Satsuma, <laughs> you know. And I mean, I was on a salad kick, I guess, because I was trying to lose like the forty five pounds I gained during Mardi Gras or whatever. And um, and the quinoa salad is so hearty at this little coffee shop. I'm talking about the Satsuma in Uptown. I'm not really familiar if they have the same menu on the one in Bywater. I've been there in a few months, but. Um, just ridiculous. So, anyway, people looking for salads and bitching about how we don't have enough salads in this town. I found them like I found a lot of just sort of non salad places. Thought I'd, thought I'd make pitch for all that. Well,
1: thank you. That's great.
0: All right. Well, we don't need to hear about me anymore. We have way more interesting guests than, than, than that here. So, welcome. So glad you're here. Becky? I am Becky. All right. Becky. Thank you.
1: And uh, this evening, uh, Becky, we, we normally have a uh, plus one. And uh, But we, we think tonight, since y'all are such exciting ladies, we would have you both <laughs> on at the same time. So, uh, Becky, would you introduce your uh,
2: co-owner? I will proudly introduce my partner in crime, partner in business, partner in life, Miss Stefani Sell. Stefani like Gwen. Oh. Stefani Sell? S E L.
1: Nice to meet y'all.
2: Thank you for having us. Thanks for for coming. coming. I'm excited to be here. Okay. I do come bearing gifts.
0: All right.
2: Because as a former art teacher who has endless supply of oyster shells, (laughs) I made the two of you a Ray and Margot oyster (gasps) shell. Nicknack. Ah, it's officially beautiful. a knick knack. I don't know what you're ever gonna do with it. Yeah, how are we gonna? Um, how are we gonna? No, I, I epoxy uh, up- it together. Get some ownership of it, It's you know? two girls, two shells. I guess we'll have to do. You get an odd <laughs> number, you, so you get
0: it odd months, <laughs> months, and I'll get it even months. There you go. <laughs> I guess it's
2: a spoon rest or I put coins in it. I'm not sure. Earrings. The <laughs> glitter glue names are gifts, still wet, of course. Yes, anything. So a gift from two girls to the two of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I I put I put oyster
0: shells on I love my magazine street, I put oyster shells as instead of gravel along my uh, the separation between my road and we have an endless supply, right? Oh really? Endless supply. We we recycle
2: shells, it's part of our part of our business.
1: So. And you recycle them and turn them into art projects or just anything? Anything
2: anyone needs. So I could just
0: come by and get a couple bags of shells. I'll bring you. I, I deliver the shells. If, I was going to say because, yeah. I, first of all, I don't drive. And second of all, if I did, Boston's right. car is going <laughs> to smell for a while if I bring back a couple bags of oyster shells probably, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I we bleach them out. Oh, you bleach them Well, out? that's what yeah. I was going to yeah. ask, ask like you. You bleach them with bleach or like do, in I the I sun? D- or Both. I do a sun bake, and I do a water and bleach bath okay yeah uh, that is usually bleach bath I and really the, and honestly then the wanted bake. to know yeah because i wanted to you um, really want to kill all the debris and everything okay I mean, even just for gravel purposes.
0: Yeah, well, so. I, yeah, I, just over time, and also the smell keeps my neighbors away.
2: Truly,
3: <laughs> truly. But you the more use they them bleed in down. your
2: flower bed?
0: No, what I use them for is I use them like there's a there's an area between the road between mm-hmm. Magazine Street and my sidewalk that comes right in front of my house, and then that what used to be grass there, I dug it all up, mm-hmm. and I've done some weird things with it. I've put some um, um, doubloons and cement and stuff like that. But then also in this other sort of void area, I used to have gravel, and instead I just added a whole bunch of um, oyster shells. I just feel like they look better than gravel. And they look know. great. Yeah. They work
2: perfectly. they kind of local and interesting. Landscape layout. We had a friend last year do a gorgeous fire pit in her backyard. Oh. And for an, our entire shucking season last year, she took every shell, and it still wasn't enough. She probably had 400 pounds of shells wow. in her backyard. But they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. Just centered fire pit, safety first. Sounds very yeah. dramatic. Oh. Yeah. She came up with that. She said, can I get shells? And she took them over. We didn't even have to clean those ones. She did all that. So,
0: so I steal mine from the trash at Casamento's. Yeah. That's, That's smart. What I do, yeah.
2: <laughs> and actually, she, she tried to ferret shells from a bunch of local restaurants, and every single restaurant said, absolutely not. We don't huh. have the time, the energy, the money, or the personnel to save you shells. Even if you came around every single day, we, 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 we're not going to store shells for you. And so she was really disheartened. She's like, can you get me some shells? So, absolutely. We have the,
0: the other thing I've done is I've had, I've gotten oysters at restaurants, like raw oysters, and then mm-hmm. when they go to clean my plate, I say, Can I keep my shells? Yeah, <laughs> yep. Absolutely. them <You> <laughs> out bag. a bag? Yeah. yeah. And then my wife. Oh, you asked yeah. for a bag? Too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. asked for a doggy oh, yeah. bag, and I just put the shells in the doggy bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Taking them home 12 at a time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it adds up
0: over time. I bricked my whole side that way just by yeah. found bricks, by the way. St. Joe, I'm real particular. i got to be St. Joe's bricks. Very nice. And i probably put 300 St. Joe's bricks in the side of my Excellent. house just from finding them walking right. around. Right. Finding them. Finding them. <laughs> <laughs> um, These damn cameras. The five finger discount yeah. fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I want to ask y'all, how did you uh come up with this concept of oyster shucking for people?
3: And uh, I'm gonna fill this one, to Stefani. So I had been here about a week. I've been here <laughs> two years now, currently, but I'd been here a week, and we were invited to a backyard shindig. And uh, there were some oysters, but everybody was really drunk, and the guys who brought them were being really lackadaisical about it. I've got a lot of knife skills from growing up in the wilderness in Oregon, so I just kind of like started opening them by this little candlelight. There was like a single candle <laughs> in the it's, backyard. It's, it's kind <laughs> of dangerous. It was jet absolutely, black. It was pitch absolutely, absolutely, very dangerous. There was, uh, but I still had the uh, the glove on, of course. Okay. Still had the glove on, so we, I just started opening them and uh, took them to like a sack to parties on occasion. Taught Becky how to shuck, and people started asking where your tip jar was.
1: Huh? And so y'all just you just fell into it. They people asked. This is like how
0: Satchel Paige became a pitcher. Just like somebody gave him a rock, and he could throw it better than everybody. You just found out you had a great skill for like opening up oysters by happenstance. It's the most accidental,
2: like best mistake accident. We just kind of fell into it.
1: Now, um,
2: what did y'all? What were y'all doing before that? So we still hold day jobs this is our fun side business um i've been an educator for many years i took last year off to finish my master's so i just got my master's in education technology congratulations which is fun and but parlaying that the oysters just kind of fell on top of that and now i'm weighing the balance of which direction is going to take over full time (laughs) and um it was the best accident she came in march two years ago and crawfish season just blew up so every crawfish boil we were invited to we do you want us to bring a sack of oysters? And our friends, of course, always said, what? Of course, you're going to bring a sack of oysters. Who's going to open the oysters? So that really just kind of took its own momentum and ran with it. Uh, when I first moved here in 2002, I worked at DBA on Frenchman street. Yeah. And it was my boss, Tom Thayer, that no that following November who we were doing a house party just for friends. And he said, where's your tip jar? Do you, do you have any idea how sexy this is two girls <laughs> shucking oysters <laughs> and i looked at him and of course we can banter because he's like my you know brother and i turned to her and said oh yeah right two girls one sack is the uh. first the first term uh. and everyone laughed and we'd, we're we'd all have just, have a guy then you know? yeah, yeah, the and sack. that's what i said <laughs> i'm like no but we don't and i said wait a minute two girls one shuck and that's that's the evolution okay now I I I just have
1: to get into it. I'm 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 stammering because
2: we just need to get it over
1: with. Yes, just, Ray just has no ba- idea what you're. I rip, got no idea what you're talking I'm about. So I'm so glad. I'm too, and uh, I had no idea. Rip the and I'm, off. I'm like, I'm not a prude. I just don't watch but, any movies, but, whether it's porn or I, anything else. I don't watch any. I think. Um,
0: <laughs> I think I was boat.
1: traumatized. Tell me you
2: didn't watch it.
1: Yes. Did you know, Margot? I thought. I was you, curious, and it was the most disturbing. Okay, thing I've you can't ever see this
0: right out. now, listeners. The, <laughs> both of them are turning red, and they're putting their hand over their mouth.
1: But so how would you? Be, I, I what's just wrong? need to what, know what is what's this? What is this thing? Your mind to that—that that would be the second <laughs> thing that came into your mind. Our
2: business model, our business name, is a takeoff from a very crude. Fetish porn video, I believe it's Swedish, but I'm not 100% sure. I (laughs) have never even seen the video completely. I have never been able to watch it from start to finish. The video is called Two Girls, One Cup. Okay. So please, when you Google search our business, beware that the first thing that's going to pop up. (laughs) Argo, I can't believe you
0: saw it. I know, I I really. um, I don't understand how it can be this disturbing.
1: What happens?
0: There's, Can you there's elaborate? poop
3: involved. There's poop involved. Don't oh. yeah.
1: poop and vomit. And vomit.
3: Oh. They, they, yes. Yes. But, but people really,
0: want to see this, they enjoy this. No, it was viral. It can't be real. It was viral. It I don't think
1: it's real either. But I don't know how they it's very low tech. There's no yeah. way it's not real. Yeah. And it is the most disturbing thing. Well, there
0: was I mean, a John Waters, Waters movie on on involving poop, I remember, yeah. I used and that was to, real.
1: I used to sneak those when I was a kid, and this nothing compared to this. That is funny. <laughs> when you say stuff. those,
0: you mean regular, mov- regular <laughs> John movie, regular Waters Oh, okay.
2: No, no, no. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is, I thought
1: you meant
0: poop fetish movies. I'm like, Swedish poop fetish movies. I'm like, what are you talking about, Margot? You seem so normal.
3: Maybe there's many. So this really works for our business because it's a very <laughs> dirty job.
2: But we we choose to do it. It's okay. a very it really That's it, it, was, literally, was it really
3: works in a
2: lot of ways. My favorite thing about doing a event is seeing people see the name for the first time or hear the name for the first time. So this, this video got really popular, I want to say two thousand six, two thousand seven. I
1: missed
0: the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. so
2: so now it's there's been enough of a gap where my generation, I'm in my late 30s, versus the 20-something generations versus the 40, 50, 60-something. I can tell how old someone is by their reaction to the business name. Oh, funny. Now, do you want to talk about the elderly gentleman? That uh,
3: <laughs> This was at a New Year's Eve party, and I'd had quite a bit of champagne. And in saying two girls, one shuck, uh, my consonants nearly slipped a little bit. And he said, oh, Watch those consonants. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was going to take it to the completely other direction. <laughs> so yeah,
2: we, I just took a chance on it, on the name, wow. and it's it's really Well, It's well. memorable, especially that's, especially it if you've really, heard and of if it. you it. don't know the disgusting underbelly. Yeah, it is easy to remember, and that's that was my goal. Then did you Two girls. It's the t- a good name und- if did you, you, don't you don't wonder know that the movie.
0: disgusting underbelly would be a little bit of a turnoff to people that wanted to hire you. I, I think mean. it
2: excite, I think people are more intrigued and. Um, people love it. I have never <laughs> once had a client say we can't hire you because of your name.
3: Uh. No, oyster um, shuckers <laughs> usually drink. Uh, they aren't the most prudish people.
0: Right. True. Okay.
3: This is
1: beyond. Okay, we do not need to harp on it. Okay. But y- it's a great name. You told me enough that I don't. Need you don't to know have anymore. to. Uh, you don't. Don't ever. You don't have to watch it. No, the, I won't. The, the name. I of promise your you, I won't great.
0: No interest but, in that um, at all.
1: And how long did it take y'all to get, you know, fast at it and, and kind of able to do it so that you're not like
2: one harming our, yourself yeah, or, one or of taking our, all night? Like presentation points is that because there's two of us, we don't have to speed shuck. Okay. Because a lot of people hire just one shucker and try to put out four or five sacks of oysters in a short amount of time. So I feel really confident with the knife now. Stefani, of course, took to it like a fish out of water coming from Oregon. She did show me. I wasn't quite sure, but I've always, I've always built things with my hands. Art, teacher, musician, carpentry, welding. So I've always used my hands for things. Um, we have a few trade secrets that help me be a better shucker. Our table is elevated an extra foot off the ground. Huh. So we're both fairly tall. I'm almost, we're almost close to six feet tall. So having that extra foot, I'm not bending my back at all. I have no leverage on the elbow. It's very ergonomic, dare I say. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just barely, we barely use the click of the wrist. A lot of long-term shuckers will use a lead. It's that wavy S-curve that holds yeah. the oyster. Uh-huh. Instead, I built us these wooden planks that are thicker than this table that we're sitting on. They're about four, th- four inch thick planks. <clears throat> they have a resting bar So I can actually Push the oyster Against the resting bar And again It's just a quick click So Nice just Customized not... Exactly uh, I, I thought How am I going to be A better shucker How can I make this Easier for me physically Which then Allows us to Engage more With our guests And our table's only a six foot table So we're right We're closer Even to our guests Than the four of us Are sitting now uh, So speed It comes with time And practice of course What do you think Any Any I- injuries have you ever? No, did, never. Only never. Get, I, I've cut my finger once from a shell, not from the knife. And you're, you probably have nothing. We S- did.
0: Nothing. So how many oysters can you do a minute? Like, if you're really pressed, there's a line. Everybody's kind of demanding them.
3: If oh, well, you don't rush at that point in time. Wh- not at all. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you you make that make time, that you know, Shuck your oyster. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, uh, hosts usually want the oysters to last for most of the right. party. Uh, and oyster eaters can be very polite. They will step away from the table and do a rotation in the room and come back right, right. and get mm-hmm. an oyster.
0: All right, but there's got to be times when be feeling a little Oh, no, pressed. we did a
2: Super Bowl party this year, and our host purchased the oysters. We normally provide the oysters. But he got 600 pounds of oysters from his cousin. <laughs> wow, how many oysters is that? That was 12 sacks. That was 1,200. Sacks. That was about 1,200 oysters. So about
0: a half a pound per oyster. So we,
2: we shucked from noon until 7. Holy Six cow. Six or seven. And it wasn't... So that... I, I would say I can so probably like do... like 150 of an hour. I would say I could probably so do four a minute two, two, in that... Cause,
0: uh, I was going to say two and a half a minute. Okay, four minutes. minute. Four... Oh, yeah, because you had that break in, in there, faster. too. She's yeah, a little bit faster. Yeah, because you're not doing steady the seven hours. Right. Yeah, you take taking no, breaks there. No, 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 people,
2: there. you stop and talk. And right. The, the key to that was he had a char grill station, which we oh. don't provide. He had guys on hand to char-grill half of all those oysters, so we were, we were being speedy for the char grill, definitely. So, those that, goes like, so do those y'all go like love wildfire. oysters? Do you both eat oysters? We do. Do you like them? it better
0: or worse since you've been doing this? Like more. More, you, okay.
2: you, I, I have a craving now. I, have this, I wake up and I, I want the salt and the texture. It's very odd. I didn't expect that to happen. So
0: while you're shucking, me, you eating some too?
2: We always taste the first out of the sack. That's yeah, you quality not, control. You're not doing them
0: the whole, during the whole time?
2: I, know, I probably eat three or four over an event. It depends on... If it's friends of ours and we know it's real casual we're just talking, you can have an oyster or two.
0: Because I confess to Margo, my worst Man. overeating thing lately was I, I, I was at a party, I ate till I was full, I decided I wasn't gonna eat anymore. I went outside right. and then I saw the oysters, I didn't uh-huh. know. And I had like six dozen oysters after that. Are you yes. serious? Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> it was really horrible. And I was sick for about two days, but it was so wonderful. It was so worth it. Wow. Yeah, I I think I have a a a superpower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that oysters will motivate me that way. No other food has ever motivated me quite that far over the edge. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We definitely like oysters, so we'll get a sack at home, a personal and just sit around with Mm -hmm. friends, Mm. drink, and eat. And that's when we really eat oysters. Yeah. Not so much on the job.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, it's like when you cook. I don't know. I always feel full mm-hmm. by the time I'm done cooking, yeah. and I've only tasted it to uh, see what yeah. it's like. And it's—I
2: uh, think it's similar when I'm shucking, definitely.
1: Huh. And you're entertaining. Mm. I mean, you're part of the experience. It's very shuck and jive.
2: So we're we're mm-hmm. just talking to people. I'm often surprised at nearly every event we've done. We always have an adult from New Orleans who's never had a raw oyster. Weird. What? I am not no, kidding you. No, know you know what? That doesn't surprise me. I am me. not kidding you. And so that it, doesn't surprise then me, Then it actually. turns into, the. I love the adult peer pressure. It's so funny <laughs> yeah. to have some adult drag another adult over and say, okay, we're going to talk you through it. So we <laughs> serve oyster shooters. I have a non-alcoholic Bloody Mary mix that I make. Huh. And they can either do a small oyster in the Bloody Mary and sip it and then, and then taste it. Or, of course, you do cracker and cocktail sauce, horseradish lemon, huh. hot sauce, any way you want to dress it. And I love watching people take their first oyster. Wow. Nice. It's really fun. So well, I mean, are there's, there's, like,
0: there's like locals that don't go to Mardi Gras parades. Yeah. There's a minority of locals that hate the culture, sort yeah. of. You know what I mean? Because it's just the air they I, breathe. And I think oysters have to be part of that. There's a small number of locals that I don't even that know are that, are that it's
2: way. a hate for oysters. I think most of them have only had them fried or char-grilled or baked. Uh, and have always been told, don't eat raw oysters. Because uh, truthfully, it's a gamble. They're clean and they're, you know, th- there's no bacteria on them or anything. But just one of those... I think it's a mental thing you kind of have to hurdle yourself over. Yeah, because you've heard that And as life, kids, yeah. I have done many school events uh, teaching younger students how to shuck oysters. They're amazing. And they're brave. You're teaching little kids how to and shuck oysters? I've done a few what? events. Um, y'all know Woody Ruez from Woody's Fish yeah, Talks? Yeah, we I love think. him. He's been on our show. So yeah, he's, he's, our, he's our official oyster pimp. Ah. When this started to, like I said, get its own momentum, I called him. He's the he's first to person yeah. to, sh- to feed me my first straw oyster when what? I moved here in 2002. There are not, I mean, there are oysters in Utah, but there are not. Gulf. Okay, so, so you're oysters. from Utah. I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. Mormon? Raised Mormon. Ah. No longer practicing <laughs> as I drink my
0: delicious stout.
2: <laughs> um, I want to know
1: about um, a little folklore about, uh, are oysters really an aphrodisiac?
2: Do you want to feel this one, or do you want me to?
3: Oysters have a lot of zinc in them, so in the same way that an energy drink really gets your blood flowing and wakes you up, so does an oyster.
0: Ah. Blood
3: flow is very essential to um, awakening your sexual desire. Huh. Yeah. So oysters
2: are the highest protein, natural protein of zinc content. Really? It's oysters and then liver so any like animal oh liver.
0: gosh liver's yeah. not worth it that almost yeah. ca- that almost, right. that almost, <laughs> that
2: almost uh, it cancels out the sex
1: have you ever had uh oh here chicken we go from here's what
0: happens. Deli. She, people always she do loves to me. liver oh liver so, I say, kosher
1: cajun deli just had it this That's week all right That's I'm, somebody, I'm sure somebody i'm sure I only in new orleans or can somebody
0: somebody it. can make liver great but my whole life i've heard oh liver liver it's always terrible the only ones ever could handle with a little itty bitty ones yeah they'd have it um at like uh, what are they chicken livers? The little chicken at, livers. Yeah, at like, uh, like, like a Brazilian those, yep. uh, barbecue. Mm-hmm. And it's only because I mixed in with all the beef, and it wasn't yeah. like the liver was good. It was just Come like on, right on,
1: it's good on grits. It's yeah, oh, no. but but all right,
0: oysters are awesome. That that I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna get all my zinc and have all my aphrodisiac so powers that, out of oysters.
2: Um, I'm gonna say Casamentos. It's not who's the source of the sea. Huh. He, he eats sixty raw oysters every single morning. The love man. I'm so sorry. Somebody you all know. No, Casanova. Oh, okay. Casanova. Casanova. <laughs> Casanova. Oh, that's how it became famous, <laughs> he this African Because he was because also
0: an autobiographer, yeah he, yeah.
2: he would eat 60 raw oysters every single morning. He had a bathtub designed for two people to eat oysters in a bathtub where he is infamous, <laughs> That could it, be a Swedish uh, infamous, uh, fetish. Infamously, exactly, infamous <laughs> he's like, but it can fit three or four. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he wanted to brag. So he had a bathtub where he ate 60 oysters raw m- every single morning. Okay. With it's two or three lovers However his evening had Followed itself through uh, Well so. speaking
1: of love How did y'all meet? If you're from Utah And you're yeah. from Oregon mm-hmm. I
3: moved to Salt Lake City Kind of sight unseen I had a job offer And I wanted to go ski bum Quite frankly I wanted to snowboard mm-hmm. uh, So I moved to Salt Lake City side unseen How many years? Three, four, some odd years ago and Becky was in town as an educator. She had summers off and she was visiting her mother. Oh. So I was in town visiting friends. And where did y'all meet? Friends. A straight bar.
2: I picked her up at a straight bar on karaoke <laughs> night.
3: <laughs>
2: Classic. Actually, it's great. Did you sing? You're a musician? I am a musician and I'm a singer. And I apologize, my voice is a little raspy. We sing went to for a, us. We went Do to it. a dinner party last night and my friend turned on one of my karaoke songs. Which and one I was like? on the couch. What's up, Four Non Blondes, Linda Perry? please so I was singing one that. verse on. all right Re- oh what was really? the song you sang yes. the night y'all met no, that's the wait, song no, I, that's wait, the song I was book, Come on, we have no, I'll sing I don't mind singing but my friends were drunk at this Irish pub in Salt Lake which I love because they have a t-shirt that says Scottish Irish Mormonish Sorry, <laughs> we love you all like we love them, we love them all. so no my friends were drunk at the bar I was home not drunk And Utah drunk, it's 10 p.m. So they're really (laughs) drunk because the bar closes at 1. And they won't stop calling, please come sing one song. Because I'm only in town for two weeks. Please come sing one song. You are getting requests to sing. So I said, I will come to the bar if you let me drive you home. And that was a good compromise. Uh. So I show up to the bar. Unbeknownst to me, there was a Melissa Etheridge concert that night. Uh. And I walk into the straight Irish bar in downtown Salt Lake City. And it is packed full of lesbians. (laughs) And I was like, what is going on here? This isn't, something's not right. Where am I? It felt very Twilight Zone. So I did sing the one song and took my drunk friends home and slipped this girl my phone number on a napkin. Very 90s style, old school. <laughs> <laughs> no Tinder, no OK Cupid. I just gave her my number and said, "I'm only in town for a few weeks. If you want to hang out, Oh And she called me the next day. <laughs> and fast forward three years later.
0: Wait, did she hear you sing that night? Is a
3: that... um, I was very intoxicated. I don't remember. <laughs> 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 if she did. She wouldn't remember. All
1: <laughs> right, sing one bar or whatever. And I say,
2: hey, hey, hey. hey yeah hey, hey, hey. yeah i said hey what's going on Woo! thanks excellent <laughs>
0: acapella it's only the second Thank time we've you. ever
2: had
1: i know the last
0: one was an irish bar too it was yeah, from um, it was an Irish. it was from uh yeah it was great. what's his name um the, the guy from uh, oak street cafe Uh, my friend
1: Brad
2: Brad uh, Brad
0: Brad, who's Brad's uh, plus one who's the Irish singer at uh, at the at the Irish house yeah yeah Wow, she's so
2: funny she was giving me tips on how to use the microphone before we got here (laughs) (laughs) how do you know how to use the microphone how do you know how
3: I did a girl in radio once upon a time (laughs) (laughs) so she
2: said you have to talk very close to the mic and you have to think about what you're going to say before I was also intoxicated that night. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I see a pattern here. Yeah. It, well, and <laughs> I just laughed. I said, as a singer, I'm going to do the best I can to <laughs> not eat the microphone. But <laughs> you backed up a little bit. So, but but so, <laughs> I, I, I'm, very, I'm very strong, vocal, <laughs> and I usually have to hold the mic ah. far out. So do you do any of that
1: uh, yeah. on the side too? Sorry,
2: You know, I, did, I performed most of my 20s. I taught art and music at Holy Rosary Academy in high school for many years. Yeah. So teaching music to kids is phenomenal and being able to do vocals. I taught vocal, piano, and um, guitar. But here, when I moved here, I never busked. I never really went for gigs in bars. For some reason, I felt like I wanted to be the participant on the outside instead of on the stage. Yeah. And it's really served me well, I think. And why did y'all move? choose New Orleans? I chose New Orleans because I came to visit in the dead heat of a July <laughs> and fell in love. Really? I have absolutely fell in love with the city immediately. And it was the music, the food. It was absolutely music, food, and um, culture, hands down. So Stefani came to visit for a summer also. And it only took her about two days.
0: Huh. Well, we need to take a break for just a minute to thank our sponsors for tonight's show. Before we continue, Thank you tonight to NOLA Brewing Taproom, the watering hole of the NOLA Brewing Company on Chapatula Street and Irish Channel, where you can get all of NOLA Brewing's beers plus another eight specialty beers. You can't get anywhere else.
1: And let me tell you about our friends at Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them at PetitePetCare.com.
0: And very fitting from tonight's discussion, we want to also thank Hangover Destroyer, the, <laughs> the, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website, hdestroyer.com, write Midnight Menu in the coupon code, and you get 30%. That's 30% off on your order of Hangover Destroyer. And seize the dawn.
1: Okay, well, um, it's time to go off the menu. This is a part of the show where Ray and I get to ask y'all a question you would not normally get asked um, or maybe only after a lot more drinks or if pot was legal or something like that. Excellent. Um, We're game. So, Ray, um, do you have your...
0: Yeah, I just, uh, you know, one came to me uh, by osmosis a little bit ago. Um uh you're on gilligan's island and you get to shuck oysters for one only one of the islanders oh, uh gin- private oyster shucking ginger. party <laughs> 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 that's what i guessed you were gonna say as soon as i thought that was too easy okay
2: i mean do you have a different answer oh who's the uh, who, who, who what's the old couple's name oh the uh howls Mr. Pa- At, Howl. or howls. it would be both but it would be the Howells because that that's Pretty much our clientele base. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the people that hire us are very, very kind. And usually fairly wealthy. But you don't have to be. We're very affordable. Or we'd like to be. Mm. But Ginger, come on. (laughs) I think Ginger would like
1: oysters. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, my question is not exactly that. Stephanie, um, what is the worst job you've ever
2: had? That's a great question.
3: I've had some pretty bad jobs, but I'm really easy-go-lucky. So, uh, you know, I worked, like, at night in, like, the worst neighborhood in Portland in a convenience store. (laughs) And, like, there'd be crackheads everywhere, and, like, a bullet came through the window once. And everything's all... But, I mean, it seems like it would have been a really bad job. But I still enjoyed it. (laughs) What was enjoyable about it? Well, I mean... I got to play really loud, obscene, like, comedy at past 10 p.m. You could put on whatever you wanted <laughs> because they said any, any kids who were in there going to know already what's going on. So I would play really loud comedy. It was Friday, Saturday night. I'd be really busy. There'd be one other person with you, I don't know, stocking the cooler. It was really fun. It was a really low-wage, great teenage job. <laughs>
1: So what was your best job besides, besides Chuck and Oysters?
3: Uh, my best paid job uh, that, you know, paid off college and whatnot would be um, Nature Bake, Dave Killer Bread. Dave's Killer Bread out in uh, Portland. I used to work for them. I uh, ended up as uh, assistant supervisor of the rap room, and I used to deliver for them. And delivering by yourself in a truck, listening to your radio, you know, a little NPR in the morning, Doing your gig, going in and out of stores, that was really fun. Hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. She also trained ex-cons at that job. I
3: did train a lot of ex-convicts at that job. I was 22, fresh out of college, and I would Mm -hmm. threaten to shank them or call their PO if they (laughs) weren't following orders wow.
1: so what you train them to bake bread or to yeah. deliver and
3: no they didn't drive the bread. absolutely okay. not no. <laughs> no in the bakery they would you know bake or or mix or why would wrap. they why would
0: they deliver the bread because then we trust them with the cars
3: license, license. I mean, there's definitely well. some issues about felons and a large truck yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely some issues <laughs> What a great business,
1: though. That, I mean, was that part of their culture? Oh, yeah. To, they, they wanted to.
3: Killer you know. Dave had his name because he was an ex felon. Uh-huh. Um, and his family, <laughs> um, Nature Bake, had started a bakery. You know, his parents started the bakery. And when he got out after his like, eighth conviction for methamphetamine related wow. um, charges, he said, I will start, you know, I want to do my own line of bread. I'm going to go really healthy with super high protein bread with lots of nuts and grains and whatnot in it. And uh, also, Oregon has a uh, tax rebate if you hire ex-cons. So I'm pretty oh. sure they were able to really make it work for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not necessarily the most stable workforce. You're going to have some turnover for sure, uh, recidivism and whatnot. But also... Some the people, shanking
0: occasionally. Some,
3: some shanking occasionally, <laughs> normally occasionally. by the supervisor upon uh, <laughs> employee uh, activity. <laughs> But uh, it, it, I think it still paid off for them. To, and they gave people a chance who really wanted to stay out of prison, could get a job.
1: Oh. And I think stay that's out. wonderful. It's
3: fantastic. Mm. It was a little bit out of the way. So people who couldn't drive really had trouble getting there because it was outside of Portland City limits. And it was, you know, baking starts before the buses run. Mm. Uh. So there'd be like a lot of people in a pack riding bicycles to work. Very like two a.m. <laughs> when the bars are letting out in Oregon. You know, two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. All these all these felons have to ride right by the bar. I can't have a drink. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta get out to the bakery.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Cool. All
1: right. Um, did y'all ever work in uh in this? We're we're in Nola Tap Room.
2: Did y'all ever work in breweries? We what both have it? worked in breweries yeah, at so different thought, levels. Yeah. I worked at a brewery in Salt Lake City called Red Rock as a server bartender for five years before I moved here. Hmm. I was able to work through the 2002 Winter Olympic Games, oh, wow. which was one of the most incredible bartending experiences for two weeks. The revolving door of every country, every nationality, every language. It was absolutely phenomenal. And I saved up enough money to buy a brand new car and drive to New Orleans. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. And what did
1: you do, Stefani, in the brewery?
3: Uh, I was out in Wallowa, Oregon. This is uh, right on the border with Idaho. It's about five hours from Portland. A lot of it's on barely paved roads. And the uh, Hell's Canyon is right there. I just dated a girl who worked there. Mostly I <laughs> hiked and climbed and spent a lot of time on the wilderness and then came in after a week and drank some beer. <laughs> but we noted pulling
2: up, just getting out of the car in front. You just open the door and you just smell that brewery smell. Yeah. And I just love it. I absolutely love... We're big beer fans. Yeah. We had
0: to walk through the tap room, through Uh the brewery to this room that we're meeting in today. It's an unusual room for us. And we hit about four different smells on the way. Yeah, The one I liked the best was the malt smell. Yeah. It's the malt. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like Mm -hmm. milk balls.
2: Exactly.
1: So let me ask y'all, isn't oyster seasonal, oyster shucking seasonal? So how do y'all manage that? We...
2: We do abide by the months with an R in the name How many are there? There are nine. And I am specific to this because of the warm waters of the Gulf. Now, I went up to New York over Christmas and went to the Grand Central Oyster Bar and had 12 different varietals, and they were phenomenal. And I kept some shells, right, just so (laughs) you know. I was literally putting shells in my purse wrapped in a napkin (laughs) so that the guy in front of me wouldn't think I was odd. Um, So in cold water climates I think it's absolutely 100% Perfect to to eat oysters year round You can eat Louisiana Gulf oysters year round That is your choice (laughs) That's my little umbrella statement To all the oyster industry out there I mean they're going to work year round Even if we aren't So for Two Girls One Shuck We do only prefer to work September through May So May is the flexible month It doesn't have an R in the name But normally, May, June, July, and August, the oysters are spawning. The water is very warm. The outside temperature is very hot. It's hard to keep oysters cool. Uh, And they do get a little bit milky because they just want to procreate and hibernate. uh, So, yeah, we are a September through May business for the most part.
0: Now, is there one supplier that you get them from? We do.
2: We have one supplier. And thank you for reminding me. I'd love to give them a shout out. We get our oysters from American Seafood out in Gentilly. They're amazing. They harvest out of St. Bernard Parish. They give us our oysters two to three days out of harvest. They're phenomenal.
0: What makes them phenomenal?
2: The size is just right for raw oysters. Sometimes they get too big. If you harvest them after five or six years, they're five to six inches or, or bigger, which a lot of people don't, won't choke down an oyster that big. So we always get great two to three <laughs> inch oysters, which are usually three to four years old. Um, they come to us very clean which is helpful for us because you don't want to get debris and shell when you're opening an oyster and their flavor from september this entire season has been wonderful they've been firm salty but not over overwhelming a little briny but not too briny um i'm very impressed with our distributors they're phenomenal and all the oyster guys out there that do all the work for us
1: Mm. have y'all ever um gone out and seen the it's the next step
2: we have a connection to someone that might let us get out on a boat Really hoping that happens. He's very specific. We cannot do anything, and we have to sign a waiver. And we're fine with that. (laughs) We don't have to touch anything. We just want to see the harvest. We want to see how they go out and bring it back in. So we haven't done it yet. I'm very excited.
0: Have you ever thought about doing any oyster shucking competitions? You know, I know they have those. We had the uh, oyster shucker from Casamentos on, and he uh, he's the champion the last few years. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, have you ever thought about doing any of that? Has it been a temptation for you?
2: I know that. I think there's a several women around the nation that are high oyster competitors. It's not really that interesting to me. I would love to watch a shucking competition. Stefani, what do you think?
3: I'm not interested. I like shucking oysters to eat. Not so much. I'm not really that competitive. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty particular. I I really like to take my time and make sure there's any the shell debris. It's inevitable. There's sometimes some left in there. But speed isn't really the goal for us.
3: Definitely some of our... Um, Customers have commented that this is like a well, we have a well-shucked product. Mm. We get the dirt off. It's actually going to, you know, it's not going to be dry. It's going to be perfectly de-shelled so that it looks good. It sits well. It's really, it's a little bit slower of a shuck, but I think it makes the product better. Mm. We
2: also try to leave a little uh, liqueur in the shell. So instead of draining all that delicious salty liquid off, which I see uh, shuckers do often. You know, you want a little bit of juice in the bed. And then, if you choose to pour it off, then that's up to you. But again, that's an extra two or three seconds of mindfulness. Right. Just have to. Pay attention.
0: Well, I'll tell you, you talk about trust issues with like people worrying about, you know, getting sick from a bad mm-hmm. oyster or whatever. I never mm-hmm. have that while I'm eating the oysters. Mm-hmm. My trust issue is just like I'm, I like to eat them fast. And, oh, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's the debris more. It's more like yeah. the shell stuff. Uh, yep. Every once in a while, I get mm-hmm. like a razor sharp little yep. uh, piece of whatever. Yeah. And I I guess if you swallow those, it's not going to kill you if there's a little it's bit It's like of a it. fish bone. Yeah. And, you know,
2: I, every, I mean, I've had a little fish bone in my throat. It's, it's going to pass eventually. It's not yeah. going to be a big concern. But again, it's a little unpleasant. Yeah. I made an oyster uh, stew once with some pre-shucked gallon oysters, and found a huge piece of shell, and I was really put off by that. <laughs> wow. I will tell you what: I was home, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't expect a shell in my mouth, but it's part of the product. Yeah, you just gotta love it. So, and
1: y'all are passionate, seem passionate, and it's a, it's yeah. a process, yeah. and it's not about just getting
2: down as many yeah. as you can. It's yeah. the experience. And. and-
0: it's the personality of the shuckers, too. You're having an interaction. It's a personal thing.
2: And now, what I didn't anticipate in starting this business was meeting oyster lovers. Stefani mentioned earlier, people that eat oysters are so passionate about life. They're so friendly. They're so polite. They're always, like, making room for one another at the table and then having conversation with one another, which I absolutely love. So, sure, we're engaged in conversation, but then people meeting them, people they know and... We d- we do a lot of weddings, as you can imagine, and we have people from out of town that have never been to New Orleans, you know, congregating with the locals, and I just love the camaraderie of the oyster eaters in New Orleans it's been amazing we've met some amazing people like y'all
0: I mean life-changing to to be honest because I mean like like I grew up I can't remember when I first started eating shellfish like Mm -hmm. I was eating clams in Long Island Mm -hmm. like before I was before I was you know tiny lobsters I used to get when I was four you know in restaurants and the only shellfish I wouldn't eat was oysters I never liked oysters and then I got to New Orleans and I I resisted at first but everybody was Mm -hmm. eating them so then I had my oyster and I loved it so much that now it spoiled me Mm -hmm. to like the rest of shellfish so like the only one I still eat is really shrimp I don't. <laughs> any other shellfish now I don't like clams anymore I don't like mussels anymore I don't like yeah. lobster anymore All I want to eat is oysters yeah. If oysters are around That's all I want to eat
2: She's kind of the mother of the sea Yeah it's mm-hmm. amazing But she's got the flavor And the complexity You have to do too much work To get what you want Yeah so.
0: Unbelievable Love oysters Yeah
1: So um, unfortunately We're running out of time what? Are you yes. serious?
2: I didn't even see But I mm. want
1: to um, How do people get in touch with
2: y'all yeah. And Very um, simple Twogirlsoneshuck.com all spelled out, no no numbers. And you can get us directly through email, twogirlsoneshuck at gmail.com. You're on Facebook too? Yep, we're on Facebook, Two Girls One Shuck. We got a business page there. Twitter? You know, I started a Twitter a year ago, and I've never posted once. I'm a big Instagrammer. Mm. I'm big into photos. So you'll see. I took a picture of your shell, and I'm like, Aww. see you tonight, midnight man, you first one. <laughs> it's beautiful are these Thank they you. look like real
1: pearls but are they mardi gras they're are they, um
2: they're just they're plastic pearls from They're they're like, pretty
1: look they're i'm real, crafty
2: just from the arts and craft crafty
1: store. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful
2: Thank
1: you. um and you i i it looks like they came this way
2: but oftentimes you, these two i did epoxy together but we often get shells in clusters and they're gorgeous and when i open them i try to keep them together like centrifuge that. in their pieces and if you, on some of our social media, you'll, I take pictures of shells that are conjoined because there are some that are just gorgeous together.
3: Oh. And I'm fascinated by that. They're, they're like little snowflakes. Uh-huh. They're all so unique. That's part of the reef restoration is that oysters will not grow on anything except other oysters shells. That's what they want
0: to grow. Oh, yeah. that's, that's why they dump the oyster shells for the, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. That's really interesting. I had a
2: guy call me today. He was wonderful out of Mississippi. And he said, I hear you have oyster shells for sale. I said, absolutely, I do. I probably got 20 sacks in my backyard, 50 pounds each. How many do you want? And he said, oh, I need five barges <laughs> of <laughs> oyster shells. <laughs> but he said, I, c- I couldn't resist calling you because I saw your ad, and I was just I'm so curious. <laughs> so he's doing coastal uh, oyster restoration in Mississippi. Excellent. Oh,
1: awesome. Do you know the name of his company? Uh, I didn't com- ask him. Oh. I didn't. He hey, said. want to plug every single person I know. and stuff like that. Yeah. I know. Nope.
0: We need about 10 times as much of that as we have.
2: Who? I don't know their business name.
1: Oh. You got. You we, can put it out
2: there, even if you don't know his guy, name. One guy, five well, barges. Somebody, Maybe somebody will write in. <laughs> I know. Uh, we we did an amazing event for a family that, that's not his name. That, that should owns be his a name. limestone company, if you're listening, and sir, they do oyster shell restoration. I feel terrible. I, can I plug one more thing? Yeah. Yes, please. We are donating our time and shucking abilities to an event called Toast Our Coast. This is through the Lake Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. Oh. It's March 6th at uh, Lakeview Country Club. All right. Anyhow, um, raising money. It's part of SaveOurLakes.org, which is also part of Save Our Shore. It's just a great community event. So two girls, one shuck. We'll be there.
0: So you're donating your time to that?
2: We're donating our time, and we'll bring all of our equipment, and then they're going to get oysters donated for that okay, um, okay and p and j's oysters we, they, oh, they have not the, confirmed
3: if p
0: and j okay, is donating the, the oysters largest uh it, it oldest is. yeah
2: and sal if you're out there from p and j's i know you're curious about two girls one shuck we can't wait to meet you <laughs> <laughs> he's been asking about us around town so oh. that makes me very happy
0: <laughs> well i hate to end this uh but we are totally out of time our special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One was Bex- Becky Wadston, and her plus one was uh, Stefani Sell. You can find out more about both of our guests and more about uh, their business together by following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. I'm afraid to say the name, because I'm afraid I'm going to say the porn thing instead. Two- <laughs> <laughs> Just say it nice
2: and slow, Ray. Two girls, one shuck.
0: Two girls, one <laughs> shuck. Okay. Um... <laughs>
2: And thanks tonight to
1: Petite Pet Care, Hangover Destroyer, and the NOLA Brewing Tap Room for the awesome beer this evening.
0: The Nola Brewing Tap Room is open seven days a week. You can come here anytime, and you can join us back again next week here for another Midnight Menu Plus One. Hope you will.
1: We look forward to seeing you next week. Till then, I'm Margot Moss.
0: And I'm Ray Canada. Good night. labor day signals the unofficial end of summer but not the end of your outdoor projects Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with labor day deals throughout the store shop now and get two bags of stay green potty mix for twelve dollars and keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a craftsman two cycle 17 inch gas string trimmer now twenty dollars off at just one hundred nineteen dollars whatever's still on your to-do list this labor day do it right for less start with Lowe's. offers valid through 828 soil offer excludes alaska and hawaii u.s only